What's up, guys? I'm your host, Will Cabral, and welcome to Project Willpower. So <clears throat> today, we're going to be having a little stern talk about handling your problems, okay? So I'm not sure if you saw the little post I had on Instagram, but I've just basically, I went on a rant about people who just can't handle their problems, man, because that's, that's what I don't get. I'm, I know I'm going straight into this. You know, I know I haven't posted a podcast in a little bit of a while. Trust me, guys, what I'm going to do soon is I'm going to upload one week straight of podcasts uh, just because I've been so terribly inconsistent. You know, when I went into this, I told myself I'm going to be super consistent. But lo and behold, looks what happens. Things get mixed up. Things pop up and I just make excuses all the time, right? But <laughs> no worries. I'm getting better. Four podcasts coming out in May at least. It's either going to be four or 11. So you guys will have to wait and see. But back on track, we're going to start talking about problems, okay? In my post, I was talking about how if you have a problem, it means you were a tiny person. And I know that's probably going to offend people. And look, I'm sorry. You know what? There's people out there who are big people and they have problems too. And that's true. You know, just like the analogy that I used in my post, I was talking about a mountain, right? So a mountain, if a meteor crashed into that mountain, uh, yeah, that's a problem, right? But my, my point being is that you want to grow yourself into somebody who's bigger than any problem because that statement that I said, I still go by it. Uh, you are a tiny person if you have a lot of problems because pretty much anything that pops up into your life, you're going to immediately look at it and consider it a problem and you're going to sit there and you're going to call up a friend and talk about it. You're going to post a tweet about it. You're going to go harp on other people about it and put out all your frustration on them when really all you need to do is sit down. I'm going to give you guys really practical steps right here, okay? If you have an issue in your life, sit down, turn off all the other junk excess garbage that's going around you, like put your phone aside, put it on mute, sit in the chair, sit in your bed, and think about what's going wrong in your life. Cool. Now, what do you do next? Is it something you can do something about or is it something you can't do something about? Because there's a really important distinction you need to make. If it's something like the sun bothers me, there are things you can do about it, right? But you can only do things to a certain extent. You can't get rid of the sun. You can stay inside. You know, I, I don't know if that, that was a pretty dumb analogy, to be honest. But my point is, is you got to understand whether it's something you actually have the power to, to resolve, right? Because, you know, some people will look at a problem and just think that they can't fix it. When really, if they had looked a little bit harder or if they had just believed in themselves even more, uh, you would totally have been able to solve that problem. And, you know, today I want to go over a lot of principles that I've been picking up on the book that I've been reading this week. And that book is uh, Secrets of the Millionaire Mind. So I'm going to go over a lot of the principles in this podcast, just kind of to show you the type of mindset that you need in order to be that big person. Because people who have a lot of money, you know, yeah, so there's, there's a lot of guys out there who grow up and their parents just gave them all the shit that they want, right? But majority of the people who have like major like uh, you know like 100 mil net worths right those people don't just get there with a tiny mindset those people get there with a big mindset and they grow and nurture themselves into people who are very very big people where nothing is a problem to them you know like if they say hey i want to buy a 12 million dollar house in hawaii is that a big problem 
you know, to like 99.9% of the population, yeah, buying a 12 million US dollar house is a big problem. If, if you're going to choose to make that a desire, all right, now you have the problem is, do I have the money to make that, right? And in order to solve that type of problem, man, you got more than anything, it's all a mental game. You got to have that type of mindset that can actually be push you to become the person who can earn enough money to have a net worth where you can afford a house like that. Like, $12 million houses don't just fall on people's laps, you know? And, and once again, there are some kids who do have a $12 million house fall upon their laps. But, you know, for 99.99999% of people, that's not going to happen. So without further ado, let's talk about some principles that I think you should really try to understand, okay? Number one, rich people believe that they create their lives. Right? You... Is that hard for you to believe that you actually get to create the life you want to live? Whereas people who aren't rich or do not have the success mindset, they believe that life happens to them. You know, they're like, oh, poor me. I hate my job. I'm in debt. There's nothing I can do. My relationship sucks. Everything sucks. There's nothing I can do anymore. Oh, look at me. Come, hey, you. I have big problems. Can't you see? And you're giving, you're making things even worse. I hate you for that. Like, it's just the wrong mindset to be in because it's not going to take you to where you want to go. If you constantly think that life is happening to you, man, you've got it all wrong. And, you know, I hope that you live your entire life and reach a point, hopefully now by listening to this podcast and maybe picking up this book that I'm talking about. I'm, all these principles are from this book. It's called Secrets of the Millionaire Mind. Okay. Amazing, amazing book. And just on a side note, too, I know last year, for all the people who know how much of a huge reader I am, I used to post a lot about the books that I read and everything, but man, this year, I'm not probably not going to read 40 or more books again. I'm probably going to read like 15 to 20. And it's because what I'm really doing is I'm honing in on these books. That's something, if I can leave you a little tidbit of information is it's not about the quantity of books you read. It's more about the quality. And you know that looking on hindsight, I feel like that's something I should have understood right away, but I <laughs> guess it wasn't. I, I obviously went out of the way to read so many books and, uh, I'm not going to lie, a lot of them did make a major impact, but I had only wondered if I had maybe read 25, but read them very, very well and took a lot of notes and maybe even read them more than once or twice or three times, right? So that's what I'm doing this year is I'm going hard on these books about the mindset because, you know, just with like relationships and stuff and uh, people call it like inner game and outer game, right? Like, yeah, you can go up to a girl and you can talk to her and all that but at the end of the day if you're a big insecure baby on the inside uh, you're eventually going to alienate her if you do get in a relationship with her because what I'm trying to say is that your inner game which would be like how your self-esteem works and what you believe you deserve versus your outer game you know the way you look and maybe the way you talk to people uh, each one of them is going to limit you so if you are a very smooth talker on the outside and you're great at uh, talking girls into going on dates with you and whatnot, your inner game, if you believe that you don't actually deserve a pretty girlfriend, if you actually have that belief, your inner game is really low and your outer game is really high. And what's going to happen is your inner game is actually going to limit uh, the amount of success you can achieve because it doesn't matter how high your outer game is, your inner game is going to fault you and make it so that you won't actually achieve whatever it is you're trying to achieve with all of your outer knowledge and success right that like that right and that applies to business as well when in the case that if you have so much knowledge about sales uh, marketing biz dev uh, you're 
pro sales guy, right? You get, you can do all of this stuff. If at the end of the day, you don't think like a rich person, you'll never get rich. You know, uh, there's a lot of doctors who make six figures a year, like $250,000 a year. And then they end up spending like $262,000 a year, right? And, you know, they're going slowly into debt and the banks don't care because these are quarter million dollar earners and they just love the amount of tax and, or not tax, uh, yeah, yeah, tax. Yeah, the f- fees, that's what I'm looking for. The amount of fees they're making off these guys, right? Like, it's it's not a, it's not at the end of the day, you can have, you can be the best at outer game, but what really matters is all about the inner game, man. And that's what I'm trying to hit you with these principles is that you need to have these principles because no matter how many books you read on uh, online business or sales or how much of a talented, whatever, photographer, whatever it is you're trying to be, your inner game is always going to limit the amount of success you achieve. And it's going to be really frustrating if you spend 15 years of your life just developing your outer game only to realize that you had been limiting yourself. And the reason why you haven't achieved any real tangible success that made you, made, that's made you feel really happy because of the inner game so yeah so (laughs) principle number one from this book is rich people believe that they create their lives and for some people that's so hard to believe you just think about oh you know like some people even have the spiritual beliefs where everything is fate right where it you know like it's not it's not in my lifetime right like god did not intend it for me to be this way like no you are a powerful human being you were like a spiritual like it's such a miracle you're alive here and you get to experience life and you don't really th- see the magic behind that. No, man, you, you've got so much ahead of you and you've got so much that can be done. And it just makes me sad when I see people and they think, they think they're victims to whatever the outer power is out there. No, that's not the way it works. You get to create your life. Life does not happen to you. And the moment you make that key distinction, you'll really start to believe it and see how crazy things start changing for you, all right? So now, next principle. Um, some of them I'm going to leave out, but let me look over this list right here. Yeah, think big. So rich and successful people think big. Man, it, it, if at the end of the day, one of the key things to do is you got to look at a long term and big. This is what really, really, really smart and successful people do. So somebody who thinks really long term and really big tends to be somebody who is very, very successful in all aspects of their life. And in this situation, I'm going to compare somebody like Elon Musk or maybe Jeff Bezos to a homeless person, okay? So (laughs) bear with me. So somebody like Jeff Bezos, or no, let's let's do Elon Musk in this example. He is so long-term thinking and big thinking. Elon, there's nobody that symbolizes this better than Elon Musk, I think, okay? So the guy is building rockets to go to space. He wants to colonize Mars. He's building all these electric vehicles that he knows is going to take over the future. Do you see how long-term this man is thinking? And how? what's this guy's net worth? He's won billions, billions and billions of dollars, right? Something that very, very few people achieve in their lifetime because they don't think long-term enough and they don't think big enough, okay? Now I'm going to complain. Not complain. I don't want to complain. Complaining is a bad thing. We'll get to that later. Now I'm going to compare this to a homeless person, okay? A homeless person does not think big. And and just by the way, in no way am I shaming homeless people, okay? Like, I'm just using this as an example, and I, you know, shit happens. I'm 100% serious about that. And, you know, bless anybody who's been in such an unfortunate situation, but I'm not harping on them, not making fun of them. This is just for demonstration purposes to get my point across, okay? All right. And I, I have to say this stuff for the people who get easily offended. I'm sorry. Um, homeless person 
does not think long term. You know, when you're homeless, you're probably not thinking about the vacation you want to take or uh, where you want to go in like five years because everything is so short ter- short term. You have to think about things like when's my next meal coming. You know, like uh, in one week. Is the temperature going to be like nice enough for me to stay outside, depending on where in the world you are? Everything is so short term and everything is so small. You know, when somebody like Elon Musk is thinking about a billion dollar, he's doing negotiating billion dollar deals. And, you know, maybe he might be sleeping and thinking about, oh, man, tomorrow I got to make a billion dollar deal. Whereas the homeless guy sleeping is thinking, man, I got to make two dollars to get a coffee. Right. And there's nothing wrong with that. It's just it just shows you the difference in the lifestyle and the way that you're living is a. Uh, the vibrations, right? Like these really big and long-term thoughts are only found in people who are highly successful, whereas the small and short-term thoughts are found in people who are really just having a bad time in life. And, you know, bless those people. And that's why I'm talking to this microphone right now. I'm trying to help you, okay? <laughs> um, here's here's one key thing too. Uh, rich and successful people admire other rich people. And uh, the book here too says, poor people resent rich people. And, you know, I'm trying to be careful with the word poor here because uh, the book he talks about, too, he gives a little disclaimer. He's not making fun of poor people. Hey, me, myself, I'm not very rich. I'm not very poor. I'm like very, very middle class, which I and with the goals that I have in mind, I consider myself uh, in contrast would be poor. So I'm not making fun of anybody. OK, I'm just trying to help you guys out. Um, rich people admire other rich people. This is something I've had a big issue with. Uh, growing up just because my parents have kind of instilled this on me and it's something I've talked with them about too it's that a lot of people have negative associations with money and uh, rich people and you know if you think money is a bad thing and you think that money is going to change you into become a greedy mean person uh, how can you how can you go on in life expecting expecting to make money like if you have this subconscious deeply rooted belief that uh rich people are bad uh why would you become rich you know and if you know you know the saying the five people you hang around with are the most like influential on you you're not going to hang around with rich people you're not become rich you're going to hang around the people who don't have a lot of money and you're going to not have a lot of money that's just just the way it works and this is like I've I completely vibe with this issue because this is something I've had for a long time. Sorry, my nose is getting a little clogged up here. <clears throat> uh, this is an issue I've had for a huge huge amount of time, probably since I was like eight until like just very very recently. Is I I would always look at a I would always judge people by how they would get their money, and you know I would look at people on YouTube like who would like these guys who sell courses and stuff and they make a lot of money. And I used to think to myself, oh, these guys are scammers. They're just selling courses about crap they don't know. And to be honest, in some cases that is true. But a lot of the time, no, like these people are actually, if you were to be in their position and read the DMs that they receive from the students and the people that they work with, yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, these guys are making like $6 million a year uh, from if they put out like one really, really good course or two really good courses. And you should see the thousands and thousands of replies and successful students that come out and there. You have these people working nine to five jobs and they get they meet this guy and they completely revolutionary revolutionizes revolutionizes their life. Uh, tongue twister or not. I don't know. And it just completely changes their life. And it just 
it's something that I need. It's like I said, at the end of the day, man, it's all about perspective. You have to look at things in a different way. And me with my negative perceptions on rich people and their money was, I'm never going to be a scum like that to sell courses to people that don't do anything. And like, there's so many things wrong with that statement. Number one, like, well, yeah, of course, nobody tries to sell a course that's absolute garbage or at least any good moral person. And usually the people who have bad morals don't make any money anyways because their courses suck and eventually gets out, right? So, yeah, that's the key thing is you've got to really, really hone in on yourself. And my best advice to you is really just try to look at the way you were raised. Try to think of past circumstances. Have you ever had any situations where you dealt with somebody who was rich and it gave you a negative uh, perception of that rich person? Like it, it's really, really important to understand that uh, money money is powerful, man. And like I, I know this is a really money-centric episode. There's going to be people who are going to not like this one because it's all about money. But if you really want to make an impact on the world, man, you need money. Money is power. And for anybody who says money isn't important, you're usually broke. And to be honest, like... Oh God, this is going to be such an offensive episode. I'm so sorry. But honestly, you need to have money if you want to create massive value in people's lives. And that's what I'm looking for. And that's why I'm talking about it right now is I'm really aiming to make a difference. And if you want to make a difference, you know what? It's true. There's people like Gandhi. There's people like uh, Martin Luther King Jr. who made major impacts on the world and they weren't very rich. It's true. I'm not saying you need money, but imagine if they were rich. Imagine if those guys did have access to so much capital where they had, and the, that capital could transfer to human resources and they could completely revolutionize and duplicate themselves and turn themselves and make their impact, whatever that impact is on the world, they could have duplicated it tenfold. See, I'm trying to put the big thinking into your guys' head. You need to start thinking really, really big about the differences you can make on the world. And when you do that, it's you're going to realize I need money to do it along the way. And look at these people like Jeff Bezos, Elon Musk, Bill Gates, Steve Jobs, how did they make this impact on the world? How did Apple create a phone that's pretty much in like 90% of people's hands right now? Hey, hell, you're probably listening to this on an iPhone. The amount of impact that man has made on the world is, it's so, so, such a big dent on the world, man. And it only could have happened because he generated that capital. He used that capital to create more human resources and look where it's gone. So if you think that, if you're hating on this episode and thinking and getting all offended, realize it, man. Money is important. If you want to, like, who doesn't like money? If I were to give you $100 right now, are you going to say no? No, you are going to say yes because money is amazing. And you need to get that belief in your head that money is wonderful and you'll start realizing you'll get more of it because you have negative connotations with money. Look at yourself. Are you living paycheck to paycheck? Are you heavily in debt? Your mindset is such a big role on the amount of money you have in your life, man. Ranting today. Okay, boys. Next up. Rich people choose to get paid on results. Um, oh, this is going to be pretty inevitable to talk about jobs here. So, yeah, if if you're working a job, just like I am right now, um, you're going to be making money based on your hourly performance, right? And there's nothing wrong with that. I use my job basically to supplement my business income, and. Uh, I've had few businesses that have failed. I've had few that have worked. And all throughout the time, I worked my side job. And I'm so happy that I did because um, if I did, if I didn't, I would honestly probably, yeah, def- first of all, I wouldn't have enough money to do the things that I'm doing now, like uh, eating out when I want and 
being able to afford like supplemental things for the business, I definitely have to be a lot uh, more minimal. I'm not sure why I'm telling you guys this, to be honest. Uh, you don't really need to know about it, but <laughs> let me get back on the principle. It, you got to start thinking about how can I get earned? How can I get money for my results? So I'm going to start talking about my business aspect here. So with e-commerce, at the end of the day, there's so many things that make an impact on the amount of money I can create. And it's all about my results. I need to make sure that my products are key. I need to make sure that my marketing is key. I need to make sure that the customer experience is key. And if I do all that, and if I create great results in all three of those, I will make a lot of money. Whereas if I do an absolute trash job at all three of those, boom, zero. I get nothing. In fact, I'll go negative because I'm going to be spending money on ad spend. I'm going to be spending money on my website, spending all my hours doing product research and picking the wrong products, and I will get zero money. Whereas if I go to my job, if I don't do anything, chances are I probably won't get fired and I'll still get paid my X amount for the hour, right? And I'm not saying I do that. It's just that's literally the scenario where if I go walk into my job, I just fill up the hours and boom, steady. And, you know, a lot of people like that safety and safetyness of having a steady paycheck but I really don't I really don't and uh, I really think that if you you're gonna have to start to realize that one day one day you're gonna have to also look at uh, finding a way that you can get earned you can earn money from your results because uh, uh, rich people don't get paid by the hour they get paid by results and uh, I just realized we're over 20 minutes already guys I'm trying to keep these podcasts between like 15 to 20 so if I get a good response on this, you know, I'll probably make a second episode on some more beliefs about money. Also, this is probably one of the most money-centric episodes that I've made. And it's also a big distance from my last episode. So you two, you guys can also see the, uh, the personal growth that I've had in terms of speaking on the mic and uh, also just my, my mindset. Because, yeah, man, like a lot of things like my financial situation and just the amount of knowledge uh, inner or like inner game that I've changed since the past few about like a month now I think since my last episode it's been pretty great and I'm I'm feeling wonderful and you know I really just hope uh hope you guys are feeling the same way too like if you got to this end of the episode thank you so much for listening uh, please like send me a dm on instagram I'll reply to you like <laughs> I, I, I get enough of them where I can actually reply to all of them and it's awesome talking to you guys, and I, I love it. It's fun to see the feedback. It's fun to see what you guys like and don't like. Um, people have been asking about guests on the show too. Yeah, that, that's definitely going to happen soon, uh, very soon. But I, I think I really just want to work on getting the consistency up because I don't want to do that to you guys. I don't want to just, you know, uh, just put out episodes whenever I want. I really want to be consistent uh, just for you and for me too. I think that's important. <clears throat> but uh, yeah, uh, thank you so much, guys, for listening. I'm going to end the episode off right here. Hope you guys enjoyed. Hope you have a wonderful day. And I'll see you guys on the next episode. Thank you for listening. Peace out.